When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Monday Metrospective with Jason Bonington and Steve Cleave. Captain Ravishing Musters on the inside away. Well, he's a son of a gun. Catch a wave. Can't find a better man. He's got to really liven up the captain. Captain Ravishing leads over in second. Posse, catch a wave. Third is he's a son of a gun. Tim's a trooper's going to get the all-important leaders back, Posse. They were followed by Lightning Dan and the next one, Invitation Only Mahomes. Then came my ultimate Ronnie. Can't find a better man. And the Kiwi Republican Party's last of all. They went 26 seconds the first quarter. And Captain Ravishing leads by five metres. Second, Tim's a trooper. Ahead away, third on the outsiders. Catch a wave, and they were followed by Lightning Dan. Three pegs fourth. He's a son of a gun. Gets a gun run. It's one out, one back. Back on the inside, Mahomes, and then came Invitation Only. Trailing trio can't find a better man on the outside of my ultimate Ronnie, and last of all, Republican Party. Halfway home in the chariots, 28-5, second quarter. 54-5 and five for the first half. As they work off the back with 600 metres left to go, Captain Ravishing leads by about three metres to its wheel second, catch a wave. And then came Tim's a trooper, followed by He's a Son of a Gun. Lightning Dan at the cages was fifth, and then came Mahomes. It's racing on the inside of Invitation Only and the others are being headed as they near the turn by Mild but Ronnie but near the turn it's Captain Ravishing third quarter 27 leads by four or five metres on catch a wave and this pair have burst away he just wanted to hang in a shade the leader is Captain Ravishing Pitt gets to work trying hard as catch a wave it's Captain Ravishing he's still clear he leads by four metres inch by inch catch a wave is cutting back the margin here comes catch a wave dives up Grabs the captain. Catch a wave wins the chariots. Catch a wave is beaten. In second, Posse. Captain Ravishing can't find a better man in my ultimate Ronnie. Charged home the two of them into third and fourth place. Catch a wave. And, oh, Steve, this drive of Kate Gass is is second to none. She, at the 300-odd, she's gone, you know what? This is a long straight. This horse isn't used to this long straight. I'm going to duck in here. She still had a pretty good hold on Catch a Wave. I'm just going to duck in here, kid with him for a little bit, and only make him chase Catch a Wave over the last sort of 150 metres. That that decision at that moment has won of the race. So I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm not sure she was thinking along those lines. I think uh, yeah. she was actually expecting for Captain Ravishing to kick away, but dropping a horse in onto a horse you said back this last just... Week. Yeah, just to get a little breather, yeah. it can make amazing difference to the horse. You just get them up on the bit, they feel good, you pull them out, and their mind is, oh, we can go now, you know, whereas when they're out and just chasing, 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 sooner or later that, that mindset just says, I can't do it anymore. But dropping in, just getting that little bit on his back, and as Kate said in the uh, in her speech, you know, we expected the other one to sort of dash away, and when he didn't, you know, she peeled, and, gee, this horse went well. I 
I'm going to eat humble pie because uh, on his first up run in New South Wales, I said, actually said, I look, I can't even see this horse getting near Captain Ravishing. And maybe Captain Ravishing, you know, has he gone as good as he can go? The question mark's out there. But this horse, that was an amazing performance. It was, you know, so much bigger run than his first up run up there. Um, you know, hats off to Andy Gath. He has produced him 110% cherry ripe for this race. To sit outside him and win like that, that was just, yeah, it was brilliant. It was brilliant to see. And again, a bit of Victorianism going, you know, it was very exciting to see. And uh, yeah, Kate was uh, extremely excited and, and very humbled, I suppose, to be winning a race uh, for the Matthews family, especially after you know, the passing of one of our owners, which is really sad because he's always wanted a horse like this and he's probably not going to see uh, the best of him now, but he's just going uh, bound, leaps and bounds to uh, to becoming one of our best four-year-olds around. Yeah, it's a great conversation, the four-year-old conversation, and there's so much to come out of this. Captain Ravishing, I saw a tweet from Adam Hamilton last night that they are not going to run him this week, but they're hoping Correct. to get a run in the Miracle Mile. Now, he's got to get in there, doesn't he? We've got to have him in there. We've got to have catch a wave, obviously. The two of those go in, and then whoever qualifies out of the weekend's races, and there's your Miracle Mile field with Mac Dan. Catch a wave also, Steve, noting that uh, Cordina Chickens have locked him in, apparently, for uh, the Eureka Eureka spot. So there's a couple bits of news. But, yeah, uh, the late Richard Matthews, who... I had the pleasure of getting to know a little bit through his sponsorship at Hamilton and, and his involvement at the Tarang Harness Racing Club as well. And, yeah, it's so sad that he's not here to see what this horse is doing. Yeah, absolutely. I, I never had the pleasure of actually meeting him. I, I don't know him personally. so uh, But I can only feel, you know, for the family because, you know, it's there's nothing worse than uh, waiting your whole entire life for that uh, once-in-a-lifetime horse. And, yeah, unfortunately, he doesn't get to enjoy it. But, look, I did speak to Emma Stewart this morning. Um, they said the horse, Captain Ravishing, he has pulled up well. He's getting better today. They're pulling blood, so they're going to trot him up, go over him from head to toe. There is no major signs of anything wrong. Just a few little niggling issues, but nothing major. It was reported on SEN this morning that he's going to the paddock. That's not true. He's definitely not going to the paddock. They are right in saying he's not racing this week. He is only going to wait and hope for an invitation to the Miracle Mile. But if he does get it, he is 110% going that way if he gets cleared by the vet today. So nothing uh, over the top bad with him. But she did say he just was not himself Saturday night. He normally warms up really relaxed and just flops around and doesn't take much in and doesn't worry about much. Uh, They reported that he pulled really hard in the warm-up. He just felt like he was a little bit over the top or he didn't handle the trip. Something wasn't right that way. He just didn't feel the same horse. So uh, as we saw how much he hung, uh, Emma said, you know, I spoke to her and said, well, you know, we've seen a few of his races when he really dashes how he hangs in down the straight. She said he's been so much better of late. Um, so she was mm. really surprised to see him doing that. Like he was, he was taking out pegs halfway down the home straight. So, uh, yeah, she said he just certainly wasn't the normal Captain Ravishing. So hopefully things will settle down. If they can find a little issue, they can work on that and hopefully he'll bounce back. But uh, definitely no uh, major issues. Um, definitely yes to the Miracle Mile if they get an invite. Definitely no to the paddock. So that's the report straight from Emma that I can pass on. Um, can't find a better man. I thought was sensational. Uh, having to make ground out wide, coming yep. third. 
And my ultimate, Ronnie, was climbing over their backs, just waiting for a gap. And boy, he came good when he uh, got that gap. He flashed through. So I'd be watching both those horses if they get a you know a bit better draw and can can lob a lot handier. That uh, they'll be right in the money in some nice races coming forward as well. And there was nine races there on Saturday night in short succession. Uh, there was a bit of weather around. Only one leader won on the night, Steve, from what I can make out. Uh, and that was Soho Seraphine. She got away with a 32.9 first quarter. Every other leader, there was no other leader's win on the night, which I don't know. I wasn't there or anything. I have no idea. But maybe the track was a bit heavier on the inside after a lot of rain, and that might have contributed a, a small portion, I think, when a horse like Captain Ravishing gets beaten, there's a range of factors that have come together for that to happen. One, Catch a Wave is a superstar. Well, that's the first and foremost thing that we've got to remember. But, yeah, whether the track wasn't quite as good on the inside, the horse uh, was fired up with all the weather, all those factors come in. And a little 1% here and a little 1% there and, and Catch a Wave and Andy and Kate, conditioned to the minute, were just too good. Yeah, absolutely. I, I noted that uh, Telfer's horse, who won the Oaks Heat number one, uh, it was three pegs. Three fence, um, yeah. yeah, and it got out and, and dashed home well. Leaders back run second, leader ran third. So it, it's an interesting one. Um, you know, did the fence play off or not? Look, I, I wasn't up there to say yay or nay. Soho Seraphine was huge in winning her heat. Um, you know, she actually kicked away from him and she's not a horse to do that. So although it looked like they were going to run her down late, I reckon if they went another 50, she still holds them off because she's got that bit of a dogfight in her and she's not one to just run away and say, I've got this one easy. So even though the second horse got within a head of her, I still reckon she wins if they go another 50 metres. So, uh, you know, that maybe takes that away from the fence being off. Uh, that was a terrific run. Tough telly. How good did Tough Tilly go? Sitting in the breeze outside of Tay Tay, who's absolutely flying 151 1. And yeah, just gets up and wins. It was just an amazing night's racing. And uh, it was great to see, you know, so many good races around the uh, Chariots of Fire as well. And two honourable mentions in the last 20 seconds. Is this just fantasy fifth and qualifies for the Oaks Heat? And Chiripo fifth for Laura Croslin as well. They both go into the final and just need. Better draws than what they got on the weekend. Steve, thank you very much, mate. Five seconds. Thanks, Toby. You have a great one, mate. You too, mate. We'll do it all again next week on the month on the Metrospective Review.